Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Leverage Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Graves, the dean and founder of Directions University and the co-founder of Divisio, the all-new affiliate network for people in all niches. We have got a fantastic show lined up for you guys today. We've got my co-host and all-around partner in crime, Jack Humphrey, joining us. Hello, Jack. Hello. Happy Fourth of July day after. Yeah. (laughs) Did you have a great weekend? Yes. It was long and short. I wish I wish we were still there, but I'm happy to be back at the same time. If you can. Did you go camping? (laughs) No, no camping. It would have been a very wet one. It's been rainy. We got our Fourth of July canceled, so our fireworks are this weekend. As long oh as it wow! Rain this weekend, yeah. Well, you should have seen the fireworks over here. Holy cow! With this incredible view that I've got, Saturday night there were probably twenty-five to thirty shows all across the horizon. Sunday night there were fifty to sixty shows. Last night was just incredible. It rained, and even though it rained, there had to be a couple hundred shows across the entire horizon. It was just unbelievable. Well, you have to tell people. I mean, everybody's putting in pictures on Facebook and other places about the one show they saw. Tell people why you can see that many. I live on the 23rd floor, and I overlook the Caloosahatchee River. So I'm looking out over... Fort Myers, Fort Myers Beach, Cape Coral, North Fort Myers, and probably five or six other cities, we can see about 15 to 20 miles into the distance. It's just breathtaking. That's kind of greedy. A lot of people were really happy about their fireworks that they went to. Some of us didn't get to have one, and you had hundreds. That's not fair. I really did. It was really amazing. (laughs) Awesome. Well, we have a great show for you today. We have uh, a great guest. I'll do, I'll do the intro and we'll get going. So Adam Lerner is here with us, and he is the world's only transformational coach who focuses on coaching people that may have, that have chronic illnesses or disabilities that are unable to hold a regular job due to their illness, disability, or any other reason, and reclaim their personal and financial freedom by starting their own business from home, having a freedom lifestyle and making a difference for others like he did for himself over 20 years ago. Adam, thanks for being on the show, and welcome. Thank you, Jack and Gina. I'm so um, honored and appreciate being here. How are you guys? Happy 5th of July. (laughs) Happy 5th of July, yes. (laughs) Let's just keep it going. We'll just say happy every day in July. Why do we have to stop at 4th? 
Yeah, right. <laughs> so we'll start you the way we start everybody. What is the most exciting thing that just gets you hopping out of bed every morning right now? What are you excited about right now? Well, I'll tell you, Jack. After 20 years, as you know, of me being in the MLM software industry, I have made a total shift about five years ago into the coaching world. And now what gets me on fire and out of bed is helping others that have had to go through struggles that a lot of us go through and help to get them, people that can't hold a regular job, and instead of having to rely on disability, which, you know, is... If, especially if you get an illness young, you sure can't live on that kind of money for the rest of your life. So that's what really gets right. me going is, you know, when somebody comes up to me and says, hey, you know, you really changed my life. That's that's what it's about. I think it's fascinating what you do in the sense that there is an alternative that you provide to, I imagine, a lot of people who didn't know until they met you that there was even an alternative. Like people who thought, well, there's only these very few choices or this one choice and I don't like it. I don't want to be dependent upon government money or insurance money or whatever and kind of be a, 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 you know, taken care of by the state, which is not a very good position to be in if you've ever been in a position or know anybody in that position, that's not very good. I mean, you must be a godsend to people who uh, had no idea they had an alternative to all of that, or at least something that could bolster that and give them a well-rounded and more secure life. Uh, it, it, right. Does that happen a lot? I mean, they don't come to you knowing that there's an alternative till they find you, do they? Uh, well, it's it's pretty rare, <laughs> just like you said, and because, you know, the first question everybody asks me is naturally, doing what? And, you know, thinking there's only one possible, like, what can I do at home on the Internet? And, you know, I help people, whether it be to supplement their income, because social, uh, social Security Disability sure doesn't pay all the bills and give you a nice lifestyle. But at least yeah. I can help people make that extra money that you're allowed to make to make things a little more easy. Or if they're, you know, hungry and go-getters, they can totally replace that income and get off of disability totally like I did. And, you know, I'm I'm not saying it's easy, but... It's very much worth it. I would ne- I would never change a thing. I don't regret it. A thing I did. You yeah, know, I it's would probably never, not easy uh, being. Go ahead, it's I'm probably not easy being uh, dependent and and I mean, not, no part of this is easy. But I think what you talk about is simple, simple to understand and simple to implement, and simple and easy are not necessarily the same things, right? Right, exactly. And the whole, it's kind of funny because, you you know, everybody that is in our industry and, and on the online marketing industry, 
knows that at at different seminars and such that sometimes the training or even online, you know, any kind of training on working from home sometimes isn't very simple, step-by-step, taxable, actionable work. And that's what I do is make it simple for people because I knew absolutely nothing when I started. I didn't even know Windows. So I'm taught yeah. yeah, isn't that something? I mean, well, you also come from you also come from this this world that, that you help people with, right? Unfortunately, you have a uh, tell everybody a little bit about your background because I mean, you really did this for yourself in the situation that you've turned around and decided to help other people in those similar situations with. What was your situation? Well, initially. I was going to school, and I was hoping to get into pre-med, and I got through my first two years, and, well, actually prior to even starting, at 19, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, which is a a debilitating chronic illness in your intestines, and it's pretty much to be quick and simple about it. It's a lot of pain and it can be quite embarrassing because unfortunately you're in the bathroom a lot and employers Mm -hmm. don't take too kindly to that because you're calling out of work a lot and taking up a lot of time during the day away from your workstation or wherever you're, whatever you're doing. So it's basically, you know, those nuisance-oriented symptoms make it so hard for you to hold down a job. So after trying to get through school, I got through the first two years. On the third year, I actually went through the same semester four times in a row, you know, out of my own pocket. Yeah. And all four semesters... I wound up either having to go in the hospital for a couple weeks and everybody, you know, you guys know if you wind up in the hospital for a couple weeks in college, you're lost when you get back or, you know, miss any college for an extended time like that. So after all, you know, after trying for two years, I found myself on disability at 23. And after about a year and a half of spending time at home doing basically nothing but, you know, watching TV and stuff, I just couldn't take it anymore. So I figured, I was just determined, I have no clue what I'm going to do, but I'm going to figure out a way to make it from home. So I don't have to be broke and live off of seven hundred dollars a month for the rest of my life. And can you believe that? Yeah, which it's almost impossible <laughs> unless you're a monk. That's, yeah, that's not even that's not even rent. Right. E- even though it was the nineties, it's still that that does that hardly covers rent unless you're. Uh, 
being a room or something. But yeah. you know, Gina and I talk an awful lot about having a business that uh, is all intertwined with your passion, with something you really truly care about, not just something that right. can make you money. But something, you know, a lot of us need that. Like a lot of people, and I think it's the majority of people who ever consider going into business, becoming entrepreneurs, they, they need something a little bit more than, you know, the typical, stereotypical cutthroat marketing guy who's just a pure capitalist and doesn't really care how he makes his money as long as he's making money. And, you know, I don't know, we just attract a different kind of person. And I think that, that that's actually the majority. When people, normal average people go into business, they tend to burn out really quickly. If they're not doing something, even if there's money, I've watched people burn out and turn their back on the money because they hated the work so much that even the money couldn't keep them doing it because it was, it was bereft of any other, uh, you know, um, bonus or benefit of having, like, caring at all about it or doing something good for people. And you've got one heck of a business that is completely intertwined with helping people do something that is, I mean, really helping people in every sense of the word. Uh, and that must make you feel really good about what it is you do for a living. It does. It really does, Jack, because, you know, like I was saying, and in the intro there, you know, it's not necessarily, at, you know, the, the, Three things that I focus to help people with is, of course, making money on their own, uh, and so they can enjoy a freedom lifestyle and make a difference. And that's the first and foremost thing that I, that's what I like to teach people the most. Of course, mm-hmm. I give them options, and it's it's not always for everybody, but for the most part, it's either doing something that you're either good at or you're passionate about, because that's what attracted me from 20, you know, owning the software company for 20 years, I basically walked away from it to do, just to do this, because I was so passionate about helping people. And that, and, and you know, the money is secondary to me. It's really about helping other people. And that's it's one, it's why I was going to get into pre-med to begin with, you know. I wanted to help people as a doctor. And yeah. since I couldn't do it that way, I figured here's the way that I can. Well, I did it for one years of the, one of the, the reasons, software company, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the, I helped a lot of companies with uh, the software and, and making a lot of money. So, hey, I said, well, gosh, you know, I'm getting up there now. I'm uh, mid, midway, middle-aged now, so I really want to do my life's work, you yeah. know? And well, it one is, of the, the, the go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna sorry. say the the best the best thing and the most you know, the best feeling and the best reward of the entire business is 
when, and this happened on my birthday, you know, somebody walks up to you or somebody messages you that you don't even know that, you know, took some of your courses or read some of your content or books and says to you, you know, thanks so much. You really made a difference in my life. And that just, that's everything to me. Yeah. One of the reasons that I wanted you to come and and be on Leverage Masters is because you could tell right off the bat that you would be someone who deals in leverage all the time. What you must teach people who have circumstances that, I mean, they, they you know, depending on what their situation is, um, they can't burn midnight oil, some of them. They can't you know, stay right. up all night and then, and then work all the next day on a new project or a launch or something. There are many things that people who, with disabilities can't do and therefore are, leverage is thrust upon you and probably make you guys better leverages than most people, um, you know, who don't have a disability because you have to use leverage. You just have to to do uh, the things that you teach people uh, to do and for them to do it as well. What, what are some of the things that you um, you notice is different about the way that you work with people and the things that they do than people who are not in a, a disability situation? Well, it's finding the different hacks and different systems and using, you know, not necessarily well, you use all the resources you can, but, you know, it's like Tony Robbins said, it's not about the resources, it's about your resourcefulness. And mm. it's basically taking and, like you guys, and, and leveraging relationships, utilizing systems out there, so that when you aren't feeling well, everything is still running like it should. You know, I, I, yeah. I teach people the evergreen model so that if they need to rest, it, it happens to, my, to me too, you know. So I, not every day is a great day for me either. So, you know, if... I, but I know the websites up there, people can get to what they need to do and... Everything, you know, the systems are in place to handle the things that people without disabilities may be doing them, well, most likely doing themselves. Yeah. So, you know, but this, and that's what I love about what you guys do and what I do is there's a lot of similarities, and I'm sure you'd agree, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Gina modeled her leverage uh, stuff uh, around her own disability and her own uh, health problems. And a lot of the training at Directions University and the bachelor's program and Motivation to Profit, uh, all of the training comes directly from her experience of not being able to do marketing, not being able to do online business the way everybody else was able to do it, who did not have a disability like hers, did not have the accident and the right. many surgeries and everything else. She just simply, that wasn't open to her. 
just wasn't there. So really interesting things happened as she was saving her own life in a way, I mean, because with insurance and everything else, she was on the hook for an awful lot of money every single month. And without that money coming in, 40000 or so a month at the time to pay off all her bills and all her prescriptions and everything that she needed to stay alive, she would die. So she literally had to save her life with leverage. And because there was no way for her to just burn, you know, grind, 10X, and all that stupid stuff you hear the kids talk about these days, you know, um, she couldn't do that. And, and lots of people can't, and most people don't want to, whether they have a disability or not. Most people are like, that's just right. crazy. Is there? So a lot of the tactics, like integration marketing, if you found that you can't, you can't do or don't want to do what um, everybody else appears to be doing, which is spending all their time generating content and, you know, doing paid advertising and, and, and really watching their, their spend every day, watching their conversions every day, then having to fulfill whatever you're selling. If you don't have the time to do all that front-end marketing, lead generation, and everything else, then you would be a great candidate to look into integration marketing which is um, something that Mark Joyner wrote about in like 2007. The book was called Integration Marketing. and didn't catch on. A lot of people didn't understand it, uh, but then Gina took it and perfected it and really used that so that she wouldn't have to generate physically herself all the leads for Directions University. This is before I became Associate Dean. She had some integration deals that were providing her with new in our funnel, Motivation to Profit is the introductory product. Uh, and everybody coming into that, we're coming through other people's marketing systems, other people who were already selling people something very similar, something relevant to people who would really be interested in the Motivation to Profit thing. And as affiliates, they were sending their buyers as not a bonus really, but an extra part of their program over to Motivation to Profit. Now imagine if there's people, there's people that are sending you your leads and your business and your referrals, and that what that does for you if you need leverage, if you if you are disabled, you have a disability, or you have um, just no desire to get into this whole game. It's really a hustle to market the way everybody tells you, you should, you're supposed to do, as if there's no other way. And if you were on the back end integrated with other people's products and services, and they're not saying this is a bonus because nobody cares about bonuses mostly. Everybody knows bonuses are just used to entice you to buy their product, and they don't usually have that much value. And so nobody would take you up on that. But if you can do an integration deal and make your product or service a very integral part of what it is that they sold their people in the first place, even up to the point where it's necessary for them to get all of the big promise that that person uh, sold them even better, that makes it so that guaranteed people are going to be coming to you and becoming referrals, leads, and customers of yours. And what that wipes out is amazing. All, imagine all the work that that wipes out. You don't have to do Facebook ads. You don't have to do content marketing. You don't have to do anything. You just have to keep being awesome and your person who's sending you these leads and everything, they're getting paid an affiliate commission. So as long as everybody loves what you're doing and everybody he keeps getting feedback or she keeps getting feedback from their customers that that was really awesome. I'm still with this person. Um, I love this stuff that they have, a membership site or a service or whatever it is. 
they're going to do it forever because they're not going to break anything that doesn't need to be broken. You know, if, if it's working really good, they're going to keep it. And you've just completely obliterated the biggest, most hairy and usually unsuccessful part of uh, everybody's online businesses. It's the marketing part. It's the getting the leads and the traffic and everything else. So integration is what I would imagine you talk to your people about something. Maybe you don't call it that, but one of your strategies, I'm sure, must be something like that because it's so incredibly powerful. It is leverage with a capital L. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, it's all about leveraging because – in a lot of people's cases, it would be near impossible, and that's what to, to do know, all of that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because you know, you know, you know as much as I do. <laughs> you know, you really gotta bust your butt to get a business going online, and and you have to have a mentor. You have to have somebody that you can look up to or somebody that is going to teach you the things that you don't know or else – because you really – and especially if you're dealing with a health situation, I'm not saying you can't do it, but when you have to teach yourself, it takes a lot longer to move that needle than if you have a mentor that's teaching you how to, to leverage and make the best use of your time. Well, and on top of that, you, you're keenly aware at some point that you are presently making all the mistakes and going through all the trouble and turmoil of doing it on your own that that mentor could have saved you from or could save you from if you stop now and, and grab somebody with experience because how much, how much pain and suffering do you skip people over when they work with you? Or when people work with any mentor that's been there, done that, made all the mistakes, and then when you start to go and make a mistake, they're like, no, 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 I tried that before. That doesn't work. Do it like this. I mean, that vastly yeah. speeds up the, the, you know, whatever their goals for success, whatever their benchmarks are for uh, success. I mean, it, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. So I always tell people the opposite because lots of people say what you just said, but I think it's also important to say that, you, when you're doing it all on your own, you're just trying to figure it out with like a blog post that you read and then try to figure out what the guy in the funnel is saying without buying his stuff or, you know, when you do that, there's somebody who is working with a mentor like you and they're killing it. They're just flying through all the problems and they're skipping over so many things that everybody's going to make certain mistakes. Everybody, there's nobody that's going to skip over that. They're going to go, oh, crap, I totally installed my blog wrong. I, or I did this wrong or I did that wrong. I'm marketing completely the wrong way. I have to scrap it all and go back. And I spent two and a half months on this thing, and it's just useless. What a terrible, terrible thing. That kind of stuff never happens when you have a good mentor. Right. Absolutely right. And so, even... Along my journey, there's definitely bumps in the road. So I started getting right. out there. Well, you had to go through that. That's why you, you, you and people like you make great mentors and coaches and consultants because 
that's what I would expect from anybody. If I was to get, you know, I'd want to know that you've made a litany of mistakes, just crap loads of mistakes throughout your whole thing. I, I hope that you've made every mistake that I would ever have the possibility of making so that once I hired you, you could skip me over every single one of them. That would be the holy grail, right? Sometimes you go, man, I've never oh, seen yeah. that before as a mentor, but you know, uh, but but you have the experience then to guide them through something that you have never seen before too. They might be in an industry you're not familiar with, or something else, and and they could they could wrestle with that problem for months or weeks or hours or whatever it might be. And you, with your experience as a mentor or any good coach, consultant, mentor, would be able to go, yeah, well, I don't understand. I haven't seen this either, but let's try this. And their experience will guide you to the solution faster than you could ever get there yourself without that experience. Very true. It is very true. And that, so what that's are, why. What are some other things that you do with uh, with leverage that people should know about that um, that anybody could take advantage of? You know, we have a, a wide ranging audience for leverage masters and. And uh, and they're always interested in hearing about new things. You talked about systems earlier. What are some of the systems that you set people up with, or that you feel are absolutely crucial to anybody who doesn't want to waste time? Well, I'll tell you right off the bat, when people are doing the ideal model, which is doing the work that you love and are passionate about. Like teaching courses, for example, you'd want to use a system like um, Kajabi where they have an entire system all in one. And whether you're, uh, whether you know about computers and technical stuff, you can use it. And if you're totally green, you can use it. And that's what I love about how technology has changed so much in just the past, like, past months. I don't even think it's been a year. It hasn't even been a year yet where a lot of the systems now are so easy to use that anybody can learn to use them. Technology's really gotten out of the way, hasn't it, over over the years? And, it and has. like you said, it's just even super recent developments. I mean, and even if they aren't recent, the, the, where they, how far they've gone into the common knowledge, uh, they might have been around for a while. Like Patron um, and sites that are kind of quasi crowdfunding, but not necessarily for one-off things. They can be. Like I'm taking a trip around the country, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm on a 360 video every national park that I go to, and I need your support, and you'll get all these wonderful, awesome videos, and it's just a one-time thing. When the, when the trip is over, this whole campaign is over. Or I'm going to build you something really cool, and you get a, you know, uh, we need your help to grow the company, whatever. That's crowdfunding, but, but Patron and other places are really kind of nice. Um, if you have an artistic bent, creative, or something, you know, um, that y you want to do, if you paint or anything, one of the biggest pieces of leverage in those and that technology that you're talking about as an example is that you don't need to create a membership site. You don't even need to be on WordPress because everything just gets taken care of there. And what I found to be really interesting is that lots of times those things seem 
in the beginning, uh, they were absolutely more predatory because they knew that people using that stuff were artists and creators and things, and they didn't know how to create their own websites, and they, were, they just didn't have anywhere to go to you know, get in front of an audience um, and attract followers and patrons in this case and, um, and all of that kind of stuff. So you know, the early versions of all this took too much. And I, what I mean by that is actual cash money. They just took too much for the service. They didn't charge you for it, but they took a huge percentage right. of every dollar that went through. And now the technology and, and the greed and the, and the they they realize now that it's that you can that you can be good. Patron only takes like five percent or something like that. But anyway, these guys are starting to match up with you know people's needs, and it, it's becoming a lot more solid and legitimate. And using those third-party things, like well, like you said with Kajabi or Udemy to teach courses or whatever, it's really right, coming in right. line with with people being treated fairly as creators, as teachers, and being able to leverage those tools without having to sacrifice too much on the money side of it for the use of those services. Exactly. And and it's in not only that, but also in finding ways to promote yourself on a pretty tight budget. Because, you know, I started in 95, and when uh, we were coding web, you know, I, when I was coding web pages one line at a time <laughs> when yeah. it was all code. And, you know, a lot of us from way back then, well, you know, it's like in, in Internet years, it's... Uh, ancient history but you know it was so much work back then and and um just even learning how to get out there and doing different hacks and like uh for example getting yourself on Google and on the other search engines if you can manage to do that for yourself you can save yourself a ridiculous amount of money mm-hmm. because oh gosh the, yeah I mean when I was selling well I you know I still sell the software not not like I used to and for the most part the you know the company is mostly ran by some of my other guys on the team so that I can focus on my coaching business now, but it's like, you know, over those, it, it was getting into Google, and all, and back then it was Alta Vista, I think, was the, uh, the hottest thing out there back in the 90s, but, you know, if you can get yourself on that first page of the search engines, you know, right there... I didn't advertise for the whole run with the software business, just for figuring that out. So yeah, between the systems and then learning the hacks with social media, SEO, you know, driving traffic, all the different ways to drive traffic. Same thing, you know. People need to learn how to leverage their skills 
when they don't have the money. You know? Yeah, I found, you know, interviewing a lot of people, I go all the way back to website chats and in the um in the aughts and uh you know, just all kinds of opportunities to talk to lots of different people who um in this particular case I'll call they're like explorers. And and they're already on sites like Patreon, and they're already and you've never heard of them before, and you're pretty sure uh, that they don't know who all of our marketing gurus are or any of that stuff. Like they just they're explorers. They saw a way to lead with their passion, what they really wanted to do, what they're good at, what they wanted to bring into the world, the value they wanted to produce in the world, and let every let all the other chips fall where they may. So they happened upon a site like that or Udemy or something like that where they provide you with like everything. You don't have to code. You don't have to – and they also come with their own built-in audience. So when somebody's on Udemy and right. they take a course and they have a really good experience, they surf around Udemy. And also Udemy brings them back, kind of like Amazon is always trying to recommend other products based on the ones you've shown interest in or purchased through them. Well, if you market on Amazon, that's great for you. That's free advertising. Amazon pays for your retargeting campaign. You know, and Udemy uh also does the same thing. If you like that, you might like this. And all you have to do is be your big bright shining self. That's all you have to do. Exactly. I mean, and then then you can at your leisure. T- tell me if this is true or not. Would it have been easier for you to learn how to do social media and SEO and everything at your leisure because everything was kind of cool already? You were making enough sales. You were getting enough leads. You wanted more. Of course, you wanted to grow. But which would be better, to do it under a panic, under a deadline? I don't have enough money, and i got to get – I mean, that's the worst position to be in in the world anyway to try to do SEO and content marketing because those are long games. Those are long plays. Right? Wouldn't it be easier to do that at your leisure because you're, you know to use systems and leverage and everything's okay already and you just want to use it to grow? Oh, sure. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's, the, that's what I think is the beauty of how things have evolved up till now. You know, you know yeah. it's it just the, the amount of resources out there for people to do whatever their path will go. Like you said, if there are musicians, patrons, great. If you're out there selling, and, you know, like I said, uh, you, you don't necessarily have to use any particular system. There's so many great things out there, great systems and great people out there. And it's just amazing. I I would have never have I would have never wanted to do it under the pressure like I had to. If I could have done it at my leisure, that would have been great. Yeah, but, and, the, and then the final part of that was is is I've noticed over the years in being able and fortunate to interview lots and lots of people, the most successful people. By far, I mean, just by far, there's not even a contest, are the ones who came here to do something. They had something to do. They had something of value to bring. They didn't. Now, the ones who were least successful are the ones who are still what I call searching. They think they found something, and they'll tell you what they do, 
but it's not really what they do, and they haven't really found what they're going to end up being very successful with because it's not leading with their passion because they're not, it's not their thing. They were just told, hey, you can make money online doing this. And they're like, I'll buy that because I need money. And that was the only trial that they put it to. That's the only test that they put it to, and you know how that goes, right? What's, what's somebody in for when they choose the path in that direction? Chasing those bright, shiny objects, <laughs> and you know, yeah. and because that's that's the thing. Oh, you know, that's what kills me too is the amount of, and even you know, not necessarily people with um, diversities or disabilities or anything like that, but e- even uh, just even. People that are absolutely healthy. It's amazing to see how many people actually go and learn stuff and then don't implement anything and don't take the action. And that, you know, you really, it's a business. You're going to get out of it what you put into it. And that is like, that's, that's such a big part of the training. I mean, I focus... Uh, on our on the three day live intensives I do, we focus the first day on mindset the whole day because you know without that mindset you're not getting a, you're not going to get anywhere. Yep, that's how we start out uh, motivation and profit in bachelors too. You ha- I, we believe the exact same thing. That's how you have to start is with the mindset stuff. It sets the stage for everything to come. Right, right. Because it's it's so hard to try to be successful when you have limiting beliefs and you don't have that mindset to well if I I, I made a mistake, I'm giving up. When making yeah. mistakes are like some of the best things that can happen because you learn. And you actually Oh yeah, we're we're all hackers. Forward. This is a hacker's world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and don't you have to get people into that? Like when somebody comes into your sphere of influence and they're like, "Help me, help me, help me. I think you can help me. I think Adam, you are the one who can help me. You seem like you know all your stuff. I've read your things. I'm I'm ready to go." That doesn't mean that you've got a star pupil right then and there, right? Cuz they they bring with them all of the 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 things that they've learned and all the pseudo rules that they've learned to that point and bully for them for even thinking that there'd be an alternative that they should go explore to just being a ward of the state so to speak you know a lot of people just get stuck in that and they hear that that's the rule you're disabled now now you are not a productive member of society now you have to stay here and take your seven hundred dollars a month and keep quiet over there. Don't don't complain. We'll take that away too if you do. <laughs> and that's why a lot of people. So bully for them for even figuring out that you might be their answer. But don't they come to you with all kinds of the detritus and the dirt and the grime of the stupid rules and programming that you know that that they had learned at that point? So even though they're asking you for help, do they sometimes argue with you or with themselves about? what you're asking them to do, like chill out about making mistakes because that's how we all did it. We're all hackers. 
I mean, everybody who's inventing the Internet as it stands today, and we are all part of inventing the Internet right now. We, 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 we were all part of it getting to this point today in, in our own different small ways. And, and a, a lot of people don't understand that, that it's, it's mistake-ridden. I mean, there's just mistakes everywhere. Everybody's just shooting and trying to make their best shot and trying to do their best thing, and then these great, wonderful things, because they were willing to take the chance and they weren't, you know, uh, programmed to be afraid of making mistakes and everything else, great, wonderful things like Google and other things have come out of those those kinds of things. Does, do you have to spend a lot of time deprogramming people a little bit to get them ready? Is that part of what your mindset thing is all about? It sure is because, you know, not everybody is so open right off, right from the start. And uh, a lot of times it, it takes some tough love and, you know, to, to really make people realize and understand that and, to, to, yeah. you know, to appreciate and know that, um, you know, it's not the magical Internet where you can come push a couple buttons and you're rich. We're losing your sound a little bit, Adam. Yes. There you are. <laughs> you drifted away a minute. Oh, sorry about that. You were at Magical Internet. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they think it's a, a lot of people are still under the impression that, you know, there's still ways to get rich quick online. And they think, you know, there's this Magical Internet they can just push a couple of buttons on their computer or work for a couple hours, and then the money's just going to keep rolling in. So they they really yeah. do need to be deprogrammed and, you know, brought up to speed on, look, this is a business. So, you know, it's going to be... Respect. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like exactly. it's, it's almost like people view the internet as a toy, and the rest of the world is worthy of their respect to never demand from the rest of the world that there's a get rich quick. You know, they don't do that in the real world, but it is still a prevailing thing that people come to the internet and they treat it like a toy, like a novelty. Well, I'm sorry, but the real world is on the internet now. And it is not messing around, and that is actually a better thing than thinking by far. Uh, that the internet can just pour money out of your your old floppy drive. <laughs> if anybody even has money. one of those anymore, I hope not. But you know, like a like a like a casino would or something. And that's just a lack of respect for. And, and really, that's not because they're being disrespectful. It's just they don't know enough about how grown up and very very powerful the internet is today. The internet is where business is done. In fact, if the internet were to go away today, banks countries, huge institutions, and everybody else would be utterly and completely crippled. The backbone of business, economics, and everything else runs on the Internet now. So take it seriously because it is not a game. It is not a game, but it does give you a lot of potential. When you then have that mature look and view about it, man, you can do some amazing things. Because then you go like, wow, if, if this is that powerful for banks and everybody else to be using and making their backbone, you can't do banking anymore. You can't do anything anymore without the Internet. <laughs> it is relied upon by all the governments, all of the 
economies around the world. And uh, that's powerful. That's more powerful than thinking that you can jump on the Internet and make it just spit out money pushing a couple of buttons. But you have to go through that exercise with a lot of people, I would imagine, just get them to understand that. Yes, and I just, like I said, that's why I spend that first day like that, just to get that out of the way and get the right mindset in there. Because, you know, and and I have no problem being totally transparent and when people need a little tough love to give them that little fire under their butt to, you know, get moving when they're not, you know, they're not taking the steps and the actions they were to do for that week or that month or that period of time. So it's, yeah. and it's, uh, and, and that goes for anybody, you know, really, that's starting an online business. It's, now, at, you know, at the uh, we're coming up to the top of the hour, and I want to make sure that we cover. You've kind of been alluding to something here as we've been talking. Um, people might want to learn more about what it is you do and how you can help. Um, first, you can go to whoisadamlearner.com. Uh, Everybody listening can do that. Um, and it's L-E-R-N-E-R, not L-E-A-R, but L-E-R-N-E-R, whoisadamlearner.com. And then you can check out something else. You have something... Um, called the Independence Blueprint. Can you talk to people more about that? Sure. The the Independence Blueprint Live is where we I actually do a three day small group intensive with a small group of folks, and we spend the three days going over everything they need to know to get up and running in their business and get something going within a month. And it's it's really amazing the people that really put the effort into it, how far they get. It's, it's really incredible. It's funny how um, you, when you talk about that, it, it reminds me how you, how we have every single thing at our fingertips. All the information that the world has collected is pretty much on the Internet and accessible to us in some way. Sometimes you have to research a little bit harder than others. But in the face of having all the opportunities in the world at our fingertips, is it ironic to you um, – that people still need to, because like I said, those explorers we talked about earlier, they don't seem to have a problem with that. They, they recognize it right away, and they don't go limp in the face of all the choices and all the opportunities. They get very focused. It tends to make them more focused and, and keep their eyes on the prize. But there are an awful lot of people, I think maybe the majority, but there's an awful lot who, who need your help. Like, <laughs> who who need help focusing in an environment where everything is possible. There are no limits. Once that fire hose opens up and they start trying to drink from it, is the opportunity of a lifetime to run into somebody like you and this kind of training, right? Right. It sure is. And I, I, you know, and I do wind up getting people that don't have possibilities just as well that want to learn how to 
art of leveraging to get ahead faster and move that needle farther in a shorter period of time. So that's what's really cool, you know. And like you were saying, besides the website, I have a YouTube show at learnwithlearner.com and that forward, that'll forward folks right to the, the show. And Really cool show. I've been on it, I think. Gina and I have been on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to just say, uh, <laughs> I have a couple friends on there that you might know. <laughs> so... But yeah, I I and I try to really give people as much value as possible. You know, and really over deliver. Yeah. And that's what that's what set me apart in the first business and that's what I think sets any business apart is not only knowing your customer but taking good care of them and supporting them, you know? And having an abundance mentality, right? A lot of people kind of clinch up when they get to the point where it's time to offer the world something that they're doing, something that they've worked really, really hard. Maybe they put their 10,000 hours in and become that that measure of, that one measure of what an expert is, 10,000 hours of doing your craft. And a lot of people start to clinch up right at the, the crucial moment where they could be like what you just said. And it's serve, over-deliver. It, they're afraid that they're going to give away everything that they have worked right. so hard to achieve, and they have so much to share, and they hold so much of it back. I mean, you're not like that. Explain what, it, what it's like when, you, when somebody asks you a question, and they may not have paid you at that level yet or whatever. Are you going to hold back? I know you won't, but go ahead and tell everybody what it's like in your world of abundance thinking. Well, of course, not, I'm not going to hold back and explain to them what they need to know. But, of course, you know, you just can't have one conversation with somebody and they're off to the races either. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I definitely, you know, I'm definitely a believer and was taught by mentors years ago to give away your best stuff. And and provide that value because that is one of the main reasons people come back to you. Yeah, and they have to come back. Yeah, the brilliant part of that is that it's written into the DNA or the code of life that your your crucial statement about how one conversation is not going to send anybody off to the races is absolutely true. And what Gina and I have learned over the years is that we can tell anybody anything that goes all the way to the top of the heaviest information we have in our bachelor's program, which is the top way that you can ascend in our program. And we don't have to, and we don't have to worry about whether you're in the bachelor's program or not. Because the bachelor's program is so vast and huge, and, and understanding some of these things takes time. So giving people the best of what you've got, a little taste of that, is really all it is. And, and it's like a lot of people just don't assess the, the total inventory that they have of really great um, things that they can share with people. 
And so they, if you don't have an awareness of that, if you don't know, you know really everything that you're bringing to the table and all the value that you have to give, you would be forgiven maybe for being very, very restrictive with it. But the more restrictive you are, the more you hold everything back or hold things too much back, uh, the worse your business does. And, and you were dead on right there. I totally believe that too. I mean, you can just tell anybody anything. They're going to have to come back for the next call. They're just going to. Because if it took you 18 years to learn what you just told them in a summation, they're not going to be able to take that and do anything with it until it is part of their their own makeup and part of their own business, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's like, you know, you can't read a, a, a book on flying a plane and hop in a plane and fly it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so it's uh, definitely like that. So, I yeah, I have no problem being very open with people with their questions and just for exactly for that reason. Awesome. So you have also a book. We have just a, a minute left or so, but you have a book that's coming up. Can you tell people about that? Sure. The main, the main, the name of the book and my main mission is called the Independence Initiative. And I'm so excited about it because it's basically a about it, it's a really interesting book because it tells my story and also describes the good, the bad, and the ugly, everything. And it's just being very transparent and open with people and, you know, letting them know everything they can expect and what's possible for them. Because especially now after 2012 and, you know, our awareness and our consciousness is supposed to evolve, the the possibilities now of co-creating for ourselves are better than ever in history. Yeah. Well, Adam, we are out of time, and i got to pitch it back to Gina, but thank you so much for being on the show today. It was a pleasure talking to you. Same here. Thank you both for having me. I Thanks really so much, you. guys. Awesome show as always. Thank you so much, Adam. And we'll be back same time, same place next week. Have a great week, everybody. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can seem intense. Like breakup R&B intense. I thought you said you love a sweater that I got you. If you didn't, you could have told me. Geico makes it easy. Just go to geico.com anytime to update or check your policy without all the extra drama. I even had a gift receipt.